0: If you're just tuning in, you are listening to Ohm Radio, Charleston's first and only community-supported radio station, and I'm very, very excited because this is our first episode of Season 2 of Travel Notes, and if you haven't tuned in before, Travel Notes is a show where we use music as our medium to explore ways in which we are all connected. Season 2 is full of lots of exciting new things. It's unedited. There's going to be video content and longer episodes, which means more music and more conversation for you. I'm your host, Grace McNally, and it's my great pleasure to introduce today's special guest, Charleston-based Ukrainian classical guitarist, Uliana Machneva.
1: Nice to meet you. Nice to to see you
2: again. I was (laughs) going to say,
0: we go way back. (laughs) Because when I was studying at the college, we were studying at the same time, College Charleston, you were in the Artist Certificate Program. Yes, yeah. With Mark Renier.
1: Yes, with, with Professor Mark Renier, and he was, like, he was fantastic. He I loved that time, <laughs> and I loved all our company we had over there. I night. know, we had such a
0: crew. <laughs> I remember we would do um, performance, what would they call it, repertoire class where we would
1: perform? Yes, uh, open, open, open. Uh, Like open lesson, right? And everybody's listening and making notes in their mind. Yes.
0: To give (laughs) feedback afterwards, (laughs) you know, and how, you know, you can improve your performance and and musicality. It was such a special time. And Mark is such an incredible, we were talking about it a little bit before we got on the air, how wonderful of a professor he is and is now retired. Yes. So excited for him. So (laughs) I'm sure he's going to be doing a lot of birding.
1: No, I think so. He yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so wonderful. Well, a little bit of background about Uliana. You started playing classical guitar at age six. Um, you graduated from Kharkiv State University of the Arts, and as a classical guitar performer, teacher, and you're a composer as well. You compose beautiful music. We're gonna listen to some of your arrangements, and uh, talk more about that here on the show today. Um, your minor was in piano and academic vocal. I didn't know that. Singing? Singing, Beautiful. playing different instruments. <laughs> <That> makes sense, <laughs> at least it makes sense. After graduation, you worked as an assistant professor at Kharkiv State Academic Acad- Academy of the Arts, um, gaining great experience working with youth. And I know now you still teach, right?
1: Yes, yeah. I teach at we Charleston teach. Academy of Music.
0: Charleston yeah. Academy of Music. And are you teaching, do you also do um, ensemble work with your students?
1: Yes. um, Mm -hmm. Well, it was a little bit better before the COVID starts, of course. Right. (laughs) We used to have a big um, uh, ensemble, guitar ensemble, called the Charleston Academy of Music uh, Guitar Ensemble. Cool. And, you know, well, the children grow so fast, so they like, uh, it's not, I mean, the COVID, but they just grew away.
0: yeah do you think they'll start up again hopefully
1: yeah Yeah. some are coming back and say oh I'd like to start it again now I gained something I was like in a college and something and I will like to start it again so I do have some of my guitar links (laughs) back
0: yay you know I feel like classical solo classical guitar is so beautiful but as a musician it's so much fun to play with other musicians and so I could see where they would want to you know, get back to playing together in groups and, and that kind of thing. Um, so you've performed all over the world. Your music has been showcased all over the world in many different countries throughout um, Belgium, Romania, Ukraine, Bulgaria, Germany, Switzerland, Czech Republic, just to name a few. Um, and so and you can you can find Oliana performing and we'll talk o- towards the end, too, in case people are tuned in later about where they can hear you play your beautiful music and you know anything where online and that sort of thing. Um, so we'll get into that as well. So tell me where, tell me a little bit about your musical journey and how you, like where you, you lived in Ukraine, You were you born in Ukraine? Yeah. Wow, and when did you come to the United States? Um,
1: well in, 13 years ago, I don't know if it's big or short term. Yeah. So many events happened till then, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy that I can continue my musical journey of teaching and playing, performing, and taking parts in musical activities.
0: Totally, yeah. And like, you know, you said earlier with COVID, things have really, it slowed down. Things are starting to pick up again. Um, Is the classical guitar, is that a popular instrument in Ukraine? Is that something that a lot of people play or like to listen to? Or is it kind of an unusual?
1: Not unusual, no. But yes, it is um, popular because of its uh, warm sound, you know, Mm -hmm. and the versatility, you can take it anywhere. You can play a song, you can strum or you can play something. So this is a very good instrument and also Well, I would tell, as a teacher, I can say, if you manage the classical guitar,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you can switch to any kind of guitar playing. (laughs) Electric, blues. I agree 100%.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're slightly biased, but yes, I 100% agree. (laughs) It is a challenging instrument.
1: Yes. Yeah. It is. Uh, Again, I look at my students and they say oh I didn't expect it to be yes it is a challenging instrument because yeah. you have to do different stuff with different hands you know this hand is pressing this hand is plucking, and you right. have to watch where to press and uh, all this is not visible as an mpn my goodness
2: right exactly
0: <laughs> one hand both hands are doing something totally different and it's hard to see them all yes. at all times and it's just like learning learning how to work your hands and like move in that way it's like yoga for your fingers you're like learning how to bend and press and do all those Mm -hmm. things um that is, is so so beautiful so it is okay so it's a thing over in ukraine people do listen to classical music what is what is a popular instrument in ukraine that maybe here that's different we can't find here or is not as commonly known is there a special like uh, you know, a traditional instrument, maybe?
1: Oh, yes, yeah? yes, yes. Sure, Ukraine has um, many interesting traditional instruments they're playing. And, um, of course, they are still playing, even in uh, whatever is happening, they are still playing. I watch them, like Sopilka, like recorder. Or um, some instrument, but I would mention uh, I would mention a bandura. Bandura, bandura. Yes, it, it, I would say it's a Ukrainian instrument. It was. Um, it has a long history and uh, many like Ukrainian kobzar, which is um, kobzar is a Ukrainian uh, teller, singer. You know. Uh, a musical storytelling story-teller, yeah interesting so they um, they very often they um shown playing their banduras when they told telling their stories
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, yeah and um, it um ukraine has a very good uh, history of the uh, uh, Bandura playing, and um, mm-hmm. I still have friends. They, I don't know if, if they perform, and though, but um, I know they are very, very good in doing the ensembles arrangements, and it was very, very fun to see what they're doing, and they still <laughs> playing them. Um, but you know. Yes. Over here, I didn't see, of course, I didn't see a lot of Bandura playing because, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it has to be a specific instrument and specific performer.
0: Yes, <laughs> it sounds, it reminds me, and I, I could be wrong if I'm making this, it's n- a wrong connection, but it seems like almost in that West African tradition, the griots, like these families and traditions that are passed on through families, and they are the storytellers, the musicians for the village, and they share the oral st- tradition they pass it along is that similar what's the name of this type of Kalind- Kalimba Kalim- Kalimba
1: like a thumb piano uh-huh yes yes is this the per- and you were talking about a person who plays the band Bandura yes well mm-hmm. I think every nation has something like that inside in the history you know yeah. something. and well okay like of the phones and uh, medias and stuff mm-hmm. so if storyteller came to some uh, town to tell some story of course it will gather a good uh, crowd you know to listen yeah. to the story so it was exciting it was a very very um, specific event if,
0: if yeah when it was ha- so what does a bandura look like
1: um is it a stringed instrument it is a string instrument it has a body and a neck uh, and um, uh, there are different types of banduras a okay. modern modern bandura I think I might be mistaken though, but um, it has 50, f- 52 strings and 52? it's chromatic. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's chromatic. So you have, Ooh. you have to play both of the hands and uh, uh-huh. actually, uh, uh, so it sounds very beautiful. Oh, I'm looking at it
0: online now for those of you who are <laughs> tuning in. Yes, exactly. So there is a neck and there's a body and it almost looks like a loose a little bit. It has that a little, bit, little yes. bit of a <laughs> similar shape, but 52 strings.
1: Yes, because it's, it's modern bandura. It's You can use a oh. whole bunch of the fingers, so you can use the whole whole wow. range of the instrument to play. And
0: do bandura players use fingernails like classical guitarists, or is it more with a
1: picks on their fingers? That's an interesting topic, actually, you know, because, you know, the guitar player... Nails are very special thing. <laughs> they for, are very important. <laughs> for example, going there a day before I broke my nail. I know, which and is a big for, deal, guys. Oh, it's, really it's a
0: big deal. I know yes. it sounds like we're being dramatic, <laughs> but we're not. As a classical guitarist, you can't play without your nails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we use our nails as a player instrument, yes. And uh, sure, yeah. if something happened, uh, everybody like taking care of the nails because they are playing. Yes, you can use the um, something like... Um, Artificial nails or mm-hmm. something which helps to play, and and I think bandura playing that that's what they're doing, uh, because the strings mostly uh, metal. And, oh, okay, yeah, so that would be hard so on you the nails. To something, mm-hmm. yes, and um, uh, so uh, why well, actually? I remember bandura. I have this instrument with me today. It's yes. it's not a bandura. It's, <laughs> it's a lyre harp. A lyre harp. Lyre harp. harp, yes. Well, but it looks like a miniature version of Bandura. Yeah. It's <laughs> without holds neck. it.
0: Yeah, without the <laughs> neck. It's just the body. And it's got how many?
1: Ones? This one has 16 strings.
0: 16 strings.
1: It's a diatonic um, diatonic one. And um, you hold it. Um, well, um, I like to hold it like a whole guitar. a yeah. different, different way to play it. And uh, there is no like a certain methodic to play it. It's,
0: it's truly, it, it's like, yes, it uh, looks like similar to a bandura. It's a harp-like instrument. You pluck the strings. There's no frets. We're um, actually, would you like to play something?
1: Yes. Um, yeah. Since we already <laughs> um, touched this topic, yeah. this instrument is, I like this instrument. I just recently discovered it, and I kind of got um, fell in love because... I love the sound. I like the versatility and mobility of this new sound. It's
2: great. Yes, and you, you do
1: if you you can do uh, you can do different ways of playing. You can do both hands. You can do reverse strings like uh, closer to the harp uh-huh so um, harp players prefer their reverse strings <laughs>
0: uh-huh oh yeah because you can access it from both sides of yes, the harp yes. which is interesting like yes. a like you a can harp.
1: Play. yes you can play so anyway and um. Um, I use this one, uh, which is uh, easier for me to play as a guitar player, so I use my reverse version of it, so I have the basses closest to me.
0: Ah, yeah, that's uh,
1: <laughs> just like students. a guitar. You have yes, your bass yes. strings closest, yep,
0: and yes, then... then. Yes.
1: So for me, it's a very nice one. So actually, uh, to show, I wanted to play one yeah. thing, which I actually um, knew from very very beginning of my musical education when i was in college i heard it first and fall in love and it's really beautiful and i fall in love with before it became like a very trendy to (laughs) you know play everything ukrainian and ukrainian music and stuff because it was a beautiful music by itself Uh it called the melody by um, ukrainian composer uh, miroslav skorik and sure it was written for different instruments it was uh, arranged for the Ensembles and the uh, uh, orchestras and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I don't have an orchestra though, but I just play the melody on the lyre harp. Uh And it sounds kind of like. Closer to me. the original, maybe the yeah. way it was original. The melody, just the melody. Of course, I can't play the com- uh, a and stuff, but if you you can find it on YouTube, if you'd like to. On YouTube. And what's the name of it again? The song The Melody by Miroslav Skorik. Skorik. It's a Ukrainian composer and he has a lot of beautiful music. You can find it out. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Oh.
1: Yeah. And uh, Again, considering my broken nail <laughs> i know we i
0: I appreciate so much that you're playing for us, even with a broken nail because I know it's so challenging um but this is gonna this sounds like a beautiful f- song from Ukraine that it sounds like it's been played it's a popular song that has been covered many times yes, so yes. yeah, thank you so much, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh it's just it's like a dreamlike sound honestly it's it, it's so relaxing <laughs>
1: thank you <laughs> i'm talking sure. about ukrainian music yeah <coughs> um i can't pass over the fact that the gershwin yeah. was inspired by ukrainian folk song and uh, uh, by this inspiration, he created his very famous uh, summer, summer, mm-hmm. summertime? summertime, yes.
0: Really? It was that based is on fascinating. The,
1: yes, yes. So. The, uh, song was like this. I can even play it. Yeah. You know, you can't like tell, okay, this is Russian. this is Ukrainian. No, but it was inspired and it's actually tickles good. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So the song was, um, uh, the song is called. Uh, it's like um, the dream is coming near it's a it's a lullaby ah. no, so yes it's a beautiful one Amazing. so i will try to do again sorry <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah no of course That is incredible. I had no idea. That is such a great fact and like piece of information. That the song you you just heard um, is a Ukrainian lullaby that inspired Gershwin's "Summertime," which is of course written here in Charleston, and. It's just amazing. You can literally—he quotes it almost. That—that's yes. like yes.
2: straight out <laughs> of the
0: song. So it's so it's so incredible. What a! Without that song, there would be no summertime, which is of course huge in the American jazz, you know, literature. Um. Thank you so much for playing that beautiful music for us. The lar harp on the lar harp.
1: Yes, lar harp. Yeah. It's nice instrument.
0: So cool. So. So, okay, so you were born in Ukraine, you started playing classical guitar at age six, and after um, performing and competing all over the world, you know, you land here in Charleston. Um, what's, I'm curious, how is the, what role do you think right now What's with everything that's going on, in Ukraine, what role is music playing for the people there? And for the people, and maybe Ukrainians who are not there but have family there, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, um, you know, it's um, a very sensitive topic about what's going on and I sympathize all my friends in Ukraine very, very much because um, I I feel the pain, I know it's it's really hard. I have my friends standing there and my family members and (coughs) we communicate we call each other and uh, oh it's hard yes it's hard i know that um, many people who are there they are taking breaks with the music and they play the Mm. instruments Mm. i saw many things were recorded like people playing banduras and sapilkas uh, recorders you know so the music is the part of this and mm-hmm. i think it's very very impo- um, important and inspiring part yeah which keeps you know because music is emotional Yes, so oh, i think isn't. it's uh, kind of like a way to get your emotions somehow like uh, at least organized a little bit and yeah. people can take part and they can do it together you know mm-hmm. so i think music is important uh, and uh, it's still still playing there and I know for example in my hometown mm-hmm. in Kharkiv uh, people they are living there in the underground mm. and I know that the musician they went over there and they made a concert just underground for all these people you know and I saw beautiful. the beautiful Fortas they were playing this music and um, the people were listening, you know, and it was very emotional. So I think music is important, very important. In is, I think especially right now. For yeah,
0: everybody. exactly. Like what you said, how it music allows you to organize your emotions, allows people to come together and and process and feel, you know, yes. in a com- in a unified way. And also, what a lovely! It's a way. It's a moment of maybe you know, relief in some way. Yes, for sure. Um, for that's sure. so incredible. I got chills when you were talking about how they're c- gathering underground in Kharkiv and making, con- and having concerts. Yes, too. it was really nice, very mm. nice. Music is so healing. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so important, so therapeutic. Um, so, tell me, so we have a couple songs here that we am excited to play. <laughs> and this first one is the ensemble Um, that you shared with me. Can you tell me a little bit more about this group and where they're playing and the song they're performing?
1: Um, I'm very proud of this, telling this, because the conductor and the uh, um, organizer of this uh, group, it's a a musical school, uh, musical school students. They are playing in like a concert, usual concert, uh, annual concert or something. But the conductor is my uh, graduate student. And he's mm. a really, really great musician. F- uh, when I was uh, working with him, I, I like kind of enjoying whatever we are doing just on like um, very high level. Yeah. And uh, he's he he uh, did a lot, a lot of uh, arrangements at concerts everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, he. I'm just kind of admire of his, you know, creativity and everything what he's doing. I don't know, wow. although we don't have much connection right now though but um so on this um record they are performing my piece um ukrainian fantasy which he kind of arranged for his his ensemble over there and they performed it on that usual concert in, in the music school
0: amazing so this is is he based in ukraine right now yes uh, oh um, wow or I was has been
1: yes 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 yeah yes and uh, okay so yeah. they're
0: performing this was a Concert that was happening in Ukraine um, some time ago, and it's a piece written by um, Uliana called Ukrainian Fantasy. That was so cool. <laughs> um, so many things to talk about from this one video. Hold on, um, I just wanna make sure we're good in the sound. So so for those of you, I know this is radio, so there, it's a video recording from a live concert that happened in Ukraine. They're performing Uliana's piece, Ukrainian Fantasy. And it's an ensemble of maybe like 10 guitarists or so, led by her graduate student. And so, some of tell me about some of the musical inspirations you were mentioning. There's some bandura inspiration. Like what? Yeah, there's you're you're kind of um, l- like alluding to certain instruments. It sounds like through the guitar, which I love.
1: Yes. Well, originally it was written for a solo guitar, and I can brag it was printed in the uh, very famous um, uh, American publishing company Mel Bay. Yes. yes and. Um, <laughs> Was performed, uh, made on a CD also. So uh, amazing.
0: So there is a book, a Melba book called Exotic
1: Guitar. Exotic Guitar by Urdejcinovic. He Mm. is my Yugoslavian friend. He went all over the world to create this book, to create the notes and CD to collect all this interesting and unusual music for the guitar so and my ukrainian fantasy
0: so cool it makes so much sense your piece would be in there because it is it's such a you really are using the instrument
1: yes actually you can hear that in second part uh-huh. it was imitated on a bandura plane
0: <laughs> amazing that harp-like sound <laughs> yes
1: and i can say that this part actually has an even deeper history it was inspired by one melody my very dear teacher of composition, Igor Kovach, uh, had, I remembered that mm, melody and it inspired also the the, the whole part, and um, I was very lucky to be his last student. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was uh, mentioned in the Soviet um, Um, encyclopedia of the composer so he was um, he was a really great great man who taught me very much amazing so there was a lot of inspiration Inspiration. on this book and Mm. also of course you can see there are different types of dances uh, Mm -hmm. Ukrainian dances and they did use the tambourine over there and some things you know know, so it's like the tambourine
0: that that um it sounds you know it's towards the middle to the end this one of the players actually picks up the tambourine and starts playing it and (laughs) i was like totally (laughs) surprised and so (laughs) excited to see that i've never seen a guitarist play the tambourine like a classical guitarist play a tambourine like that at the same time is the tambourine (laughs) played a lot in ukrainian music
1: oh well um instruments like that is used in the dance music and stuff Mm -hmm. you know so when you have it's not very unusual to use this for example uh, when I arrange my music, I also try to do something unusual in every arrangement, <laughs> like using yeah. something like tambourine or some uh, shakings and stuff, you yes, know. Yes, so and I the percuss- percussion, percussion, percussion on the guitar. Yes yes, yes. yes, yes, and the guitar and even the separate percussion, like the tambourine something. So because it keeps the attention and it adds a little bit of just the music itself, so it's always interesting, yes. Uh, oh, totally. Especially in the ensemble, you know, mm. it's kind of, yeah, they have like much... Wider range of the sound and stuff. so so mm-hmm. it it sounds kind of natural this
0: way. Yeah, like and you can really you're. I love that you're just like pushing the boundaries of what the guitar can do and like guitar music yes. can even showcase because as you know, there's we have a smaller repertoire compared to other instruments yes. like the piano, and so it's so exciting to have you know um, modern guitarists like yourself composing music that's different and ex- creative for the guitar so <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you i'm like thanks for you know bringing more good repertoire for the instrument um so is this second video you played a a benefit for ukraine recently where was that
1: um it was in charlotte and um, it was organized um it was a very nice concert where all the performers came from different places to play this concert. Mm. From all uh, Somehow all of them have like a Ukrainian or Russian background or they're like just good musician. you know. They just came sympathizing for everything and it was mm. really, really great. We mm. um, even mm, practiced like one time before the concert and we <laughs> go there, but it was Amazing. really, good. it's really great and um, the concert went very good. My uh, good friend, Marina Alexandra, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually a separate interesting story. We mm. were studying at the college all together. So we were like teenagers then. No. Then our ways went separate. She went, she, she went uh, over here in USA, uh-huh. and I continued my studying over there in Ukraine. And after like all this year, when I uh, arrived here, I met her in Colombia
0: no way I did you to. know that she was there no oh I my god. so it's that's like crazy. you know 20
1: years or something you know yeah <laughs> total serendipity yes she's holding the very good uh, festival guitar festival the southern guitar festival
2: ah. and she's a
1: great musician and a great organizer so i wow. do admire this so so she's doing a lot of good stuff for the musician and the guitar players and stuff uh, I think that's this so festival cool. is going to be uh, this summer. You can check out, uh, I think she has it on in her Facebook. and On her YouTube Facebook? So, yes.
0: It's, the, it's called the Southern Guitar
1: Festival? Southern Guitar Festival, yes. Definitely gonna have to this check it out. This year it will go in Charlotte, though, but um, she, she used to have it in um, Columbia. In Columbia? Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's really, I had no idea that was going on, so... For all you classical guitar fans out there, you definitely check out the um, Southern Guitar Festival. going to be in Charlotte this year. And so this amazing song of you and, and your friend's name again is?
1: Marina Alexandra.
0: Marina Alexandra. And um, is this an original song called The Girl Stood at the Porch?
1: It's Ukrainian folk song.
0: It's a Ukrainian folk song. Beautiful. Actually,
1: this song has, a read again, of my song has history. <laughs> of course, songs are stories. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, for me, this song also is very special because, as I remind my first teacher Natalia Nikolaevna Zuba, mm. uh, she was very patient to me. She taught me everything <laughs> I know now. You know, because I was just a child, and she taught me how not to afraid the stage, how to act, how to get practice at home, you know, so I mm-hmm. don't want to practice, I don't want to say, yes, so she uh-huh. taught me everything, She's, uh, we still have a um, connection, and, oh, um, yes, and And, actually, that was um, the f- song I remember playing uh, in the concert, It was, uh, and then I like this song so much, so I made uh, my own arrangement, and um, mm-hmm. and I made an r- arrangement um, in duo, and we played it with Marina on that uh, that concert. Amazing. Yes. So <laughs> this is
0: your, this is Uliana's arrangement of the girl stood at the porch, performed at a Ukrainian benefit not too long ago. That was so cool. I just can't get over the fact that you, if you were just tuning in, we were talking before the song. That was The Girl Stood at the Porch, a arrangement of a Ukrainian folk song by Uliana Machneva. And this is a, uh, a it's a, from a video on YouTube of them performing at a Ukrainian benefit. And it's a duo. And you guys had actually met in school, when you were kids, and teenagers, when you were yes, in college, yes. in Ukraine?
1: Yes, yes. In Kharkiv we were at the Kharkovsk um, Uchilishe. It's a college. It's a college, yeah, and, and, you, and that's so...
0: And the fact that you came, you had gone separate ways for 20-something years, yes. you know, and then ended up in Columbia, South Carolina. <laughs> yes, <that's> <laughs> that is such a story, <laughs> and incredible, and a beautiful piece, beautiful arrangement. I love the image behind you guys while you're playing and it's um, wheat.
1: It's a humorous song, actually, that the oh. girl stood on the porch and kind of flirted with some some young oh. boy, you know. But oh. it happened that um, he said, how can, I, how can I visit you if you have a... Um, if your father is not very good? Well, he's not at home right now, so go and see me. <laughs> well, your mother is not uh, that good to me. She's not at home. Well, your cat is not good. Well, cat is... What you're afraid of cat? Then don't go. Don't don't visit me anymore. Yeah, ta ta ta. That is
0: so funny. Yeah, sorry, it's not gonna make the cut. If you can't hang with the cat, you can't can hang. <laughs> That's so. Good. I love the story behind songs. I feel like there's so much. As a composer, what are you inspired by?
1: Well, first of all, as any composer, I would say that Ukrainian folklore songs—they are really, really so beautiful they give m- so much inspiration just because of the melodicals and the mm. humorous and all the uh, situations so they have everything they have enough it's a folk folk uh, wisdom so it gives so much information I- inspiration to create something with that and wow. sure i'm glad when mm, some live so like um, if my composition inspires some young students to play them because of the the symbolical wisdom in them you know that's oh. actually i i actually that's actually why i'm creating these songs and so people can get inspired and maybe take this instrument that hard guitar to play and they started <laughs> to play you know so that's my inspiration also
0: and that's so beautiful you know in such an artistic way i feel like to go you know you're creating to help inspire you know the the power of inspiration through your own yes. compositions and um i'm you're inspiring me to go listen to more ukrainian folk music <laughs> and i mean because gersh everyone sounds like you know from gershwin to you know it's, it's notoriously beautiful music um,
1: um i think least and uh, my goodness shame on me i forgot i just recently read everybody uh, were inspired by history ukrainian history and uh, mm-hmm. ukrainian events They have like operas and some um, some bigger, bigger pieces based on Ukrainian. um, Well, historical events. And uh, so, wow, I think, again, if if you dig, you can you can find it out. Um, Totally. Yeah,
0: (laughs) totally. Okay. definitely going to be doing that this week. Um, So this final song that you've sent is a incredible ensemble you guys are performing you're performing with a cellist a it looks like two other guitarists yes and a violin player um and this was for the same benefit the same yes
1: it was almost improvisation because uh, Mm -hmm. we, we didn't meet each other before the concert we just had one rehearsal and i wrote this arrangement for this ensemble because i knew that the people are going to play They are all good, and they are very... I I knew that it will happen. Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, So this is an improvisation. Almost, almost. Almost. (laughs) Love. Okay, we're going to listen. This is called Such a Moonlit Night. So if you're just tuning in, you um, you are listening to Ohm Radio, Charleston's first and only community-supported radio station. This is Travel Notes, and I'm your host, Grace McNally, and I'm speaking with Uliana Machneva, an amazing Ukrainian. Um, she's based here in Charleston, a classical guitarist and composer. Um, we just heard such a moonlit night performed by her and an ensemble of other musicians at a recent Ukraine benefit um, and was that a? It was improvisational. Is that another
1: folk song? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it was based on uh, based on lyrical Ukrainian song, which says like, okay, look at this such a moonlit night. Why don't you go with me to the uh, to the forest, to the meadow, and just uh, just take a look on it, take a rest from your hard work, and Aww. you don't afraid that your barefoot legs will be. Uh, in, um, you know, wet out of the water, because I will carry you on my hands. Something just says, what so a it's a lovely very, very nice morning.
0: Yeah, it's so beautiful, it really is. And we've been talking about how y- so many musicians and artists are inspired by Ukrainian folk songs, and it makes sense, they're gorgeous. Um, so what current, do you have any current music projects or... Um, upcoming performances people can, you know, look forward to?
1: Um, yes, actually, I'm planning to do, uh, I plan to participate in a couple of more concert in benefit of Ukraine. Amazing. Yes, because I do love Ukraine. I do love the people over there. I sympathize them very much. And this is something what I, as a musician, can do, can help. I don't know so I'm trying to mm, do my best stuff with the music I do mm-hmm. and um, um, I will be playing I will think I will um, maybe uh, record something so they it, it can be and share with the people so I'm trying to do tr- trying to get myself updated to everything what's going on yeah
0: mm-hmm. absolutely and well, that's amazing, and I'm in such a important way because music really translates cultures. Like for people who can't, who don't, sp- you know, speak Ukrainian or you know know how t- know much about the culture, can really, I think, through the music, through the music, understand yes. and and experience the amazing culture and people there. Um, well. Thank you so much for being on this oh, show. Thank
1: you for having me. I'm it, so glad to see you. It's also. been
0: such a treat. Like this is the first time I've seen you since co- 2015 since, or something yes, like that. Since so, college. Since <laughs> college. It's so good to see you doing so well. And you also grow the most beautiful roses and flowers. And so you were showing me some photos beforehand. Yeah. Um I love seeing those. Um,
1: it's also like a retreat some to do something with the hand, you know, and especially when you see the flowers are growing after you took some care of that. It's really a, a reward. Re-
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. and um, And so... It's like this dance, like with dance with nature as well, with the sun and the water. And so you're really working with these elements, natural elements. Yes.
1: You have to talk to them. You have to, uh, you know, grow them like children. <laughs> yes. And you have a son. Yes.
2: yes this yes. is new. How,
1: he's three. <laughs> he's three. Yes. He's a great boy. He's mama's helper very much. He's helping me and everything he's so curious about what's going on around he wants to be there inside sometimes it's a little bit powerful some but he's great to have so he's oh, my ben. joy so
0: sweet <laughs> well thank you guys for tuning in this has been episode one of season two travel notes and we've dived in and explored the incredible music of Ukraine and Ulyana Machneva's incredible pre- compositions and arrangements of Ukrainian music. Um, stay tuned. We will have a new episode coming up in a, what is it? This is May. So we have June is next <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us of course on OM radio's website. Um, Omradio963.org. And if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at travelnotespodcastgmail.com. And Uliana, where can people find you on Instagram? I know you have an Instagram. Yes, yeah. I
1: do have an ex- mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook. And I have my website under my name, uliana.com so there was some something fun and i do have some of my recordings on youtube so yes
0: i'll be posting those links some of the links under the video for this um, yes. episode so well people can find it that way as well well thanks so much guys thanks for listening to om radio and i hope you have a beautiful evening thank
2: you